This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. <laughs> and she's Molly. And we just recorded the first 10 minutes of a grilled cheese episode. And trust me, it was really it fucking was funny. So- and uh, but I didn't hit record first, so when I said I re-recorded it, I lied because apparently, if you want to record, you have to hit the record button, and I'm an idiot. Okay. So, but because uh, because we're uh, professionals, and uh, because uh, the show must go on, mm-hmm. uh, let's do a grilled cheese episode right now. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and sometimes record twice. And today we're talking about grilled cheese sandwiches. And I'm even more excited to talk about them <laughs> than I was 10 minutes ago when we when they did, we did this the first time. Um, so, you know, I love that we have been calling them grilled cheese sandwiches. Yes. Because nobody ever actually calls them that in real life. It's just grilled cheese. Yes, um, I feel so formal. I feel like, like, um, like I've just learned about them. Those grilled cheese sandwich things you mentioned. <laughs> yes, like, like we've just arrived in America from uh, from some unspecified uh, uh, foreign land, mm-hmm. and uh, and we would like to we would like to understand your sandwiches, the grilled cheese type, the ham and cheese. Yes, no, no ham and cheese today. Only those grilled cheese sandwiches. Sometimes they're called toasted cheese sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, so let's uh, let's take a, uh, a detour down memory lane. What what was the grilled cheese of your youth like? Well, or should uh, I say the grilled cheese sandwich? Well, my dad was the grilled cheese maker in the house, and uh, though he kept Velveeta and cheddar, he used the Velveeta only in mac and cheese. Oh, interesting. And the cheddar in grilled cheese. Do you know if Velveeta is the same as American cheese or different? I don't think it is. I think Velveeta. Yeah. Uh, do they make slices of Velveeta? They do. Because I think of Velveeta as being softer than American cheese. Yeah, but I don't think the Velveeta slices are as popular as like the Kraft singles. I think usually if you buy Velveeta, it's the box. I feel like Velveeta is a product made for melting. Yeah, totally. Like that's its thing. 
no, I, I feel like a, just eating a chunk of Velveeta would be kind of waxy. But I don't know. I'm, to each his own. Anyway, so my dad had, and I, I don't know if I've invented this because it sounds too good to be true. And I don't know that I've ever seen one as an adult. But my dad had this waffle iron that had reversible plates. So like on one side were the, you know, like the waffle impressions. And then on the other side was like, it was like a panini press only without the ridges. And he would make the grilled cheese sandwich in there. So it would get pretty scr- squishy i mean not flattened but pretty smushed that sounds uh that sounds perfect so it so it wasn't like a panini grill on the on the non-waffle side it was just a flat griddle yeah, surface exactly. on both sides exactly i think i think that sounds great yeah because i i feel like we're, we're maybe uh detouring back from from childhood again but um i i don't really like a grilled cheese made on a panini grill i feel like it kind of gets too too squished in a way mm-hmm um, I feel that way about pretty much everything on a panini grill. I do. I like some things on a panini grill really well, but but for just a plain grilled cheese, I want it toasted in a pan like God intended. Well, so what did you grow up with? Um, I grew up with any number of neuroses. And, uh, <laughs> no, I mean in terms of, of cheese on bread. Oh, I thought I was in therapy. Uh, in terms of cheese on bread, do you have anything in your family where you were never sure if, if it was a clever phrase invented and only used by your family or if it was something that everybody said? Yes, yes. So in my family, like, for example, we had sleepy sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a joint, right? No, um, sleepy sticks are like the, the little crusty things that form in the corner of your eyes when you've been sleeping. Oh, in my house, we call those eye goblins. Eye goblins are not nearly as good as sleepy sticks. But they're not sticks. But they're like little bits of bark. They're, okay. they're like crunchy. I mean, if you ate them. Not okay. that I have eaten them, <laughs> just to be clear. Next episode, we're, we're going <laughs> to do a taste sticks. test. <laughs> sleepy stick. Yeah, if you send listeners, <laughs> send in your, your sleepy stick eye goblins. <laughs> we're going to taste them all. <laughs> uh, do you we're think they crown taste different? Tastiest listener. <laughs> I think they probably do. <laughs> this is so gross. Um, we, also, we also have been known to use the term nose goblins in my house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which I think we got from a cartoon. Um, um, so, so how does this have anything to do with, with grilled cheese? I don't even remember how we got on this terrible topic. Um, okay. So, oh, right. So, so uh, phrases, family, family terminology. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mother always called grilled cheese sandwiches surprise cheese sandwiches because <laughs> you put a bunch of American cheese between two pieces of bread, you melt it, you hold the sandwich vertically and bite into it, and cheese comes dripping out the bottom. That's the surprise. That had to be a lot of cheese. Yes, probably too much. I don't use that much cheese today, but I certainly have fond memories of surprise cheese disasters. Do you still call them surprise cheese when you make them for Iris? I don't, but my mother makes them for Iris and does call them surprise cheese. That is so sweet. Judy Amster, grandmother of the year. Totally. And yeah. and every year. Yeah. Don't tell my mom I said that. Uh, okay. And uh, and so, yes, yeah, so it was always American cheese growing up. I think like your, your craft singles. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, I, what about the bread? Um, oh, so the bread, supermarket white bread. How about, how about at your house? So we had, um, do you remember when that Home Pride brand whole wheat came out? Maybe. Okay, so the ad had, um, you know how sometimes a loaf of sandwich bread gets like a, a crack in the top, like a little trough sort of? Sure. I think there's, is so, there like a French term for that? Probably, but I yeah. don't know it. Are you disappointed in me? A little bit. Maybe one of our listeners will will chime in and yes. and illuminate the situation. Ed- educate yeah ed- they'll educate the situation they'll eliminate the situation <laughs> see how i did that i, I combined like illuminate and educate 
But yes, one of our one of our uh, <laughs> listeners beset by um, the silent tragedy of eye goblins. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll illuminate things. We'll, we'll clear we'll clear the eye goblins from our eyes and allow us to see the truth about bread cracks. What I was gonna say yes. is these ads for home pride whole wheat bread, um, which show this steaming loaf of bread and melted butter being poured down the trough, and I found this absolutely <laughs> erotic. <laughs> Yes. Now you know what I'm into. Yeah. Yeah. Are you thinking about I, I can I do remember this commercial for sure now and thinking about it, it is kind of erotic. <laughs> it totally and, is. Um, yeah, and and super and very appealing, uh-huh. like in turn in bread terms. Oh also. yeah. No, I mean I loved this bread and that was sort of our our sandwich bread when I was a kid. Do you remember it being extra buttery? No, I Probably don't but not. maybe we should do a sandwich bread show sometime. I think we should. The, the kind that I like um these days, um, when I buy sandwich bread is any anything with like a bunch of different seeds in it like uh you know the, i think the the famous brand is like the dave's killer bread oh i love dave's um, killer bread but uh like i like the the oro wheat or the franz just fine like you know nine nine grain 17 grain how many grains can we stick in here yeah i i like i like a surfeit of grain um <laughs> but uh but the bread but the crumb of the bread should have a soft texture and i like it when the crust is kind of basically has the same texture as the rest of the bread, uh-huh. the crumb. Yeah. Would you ever make a grilled cheese with like a, a really crusty, rustic, crustic bread? Uh, I, you know, I find myself so torn on this issue because I love sourdough on a grilled cheese. Um, and I like the way that... that you just spread some sourdough starter <laughs> on there. I love the way that a nice rustic or crustic bread shall we say has those big air holes in it and the way they get kind of crispy when they toast up you know yeah. like that's really but doesn't nice the with cheese, cheese fall through the- <laughs> talk about surprise cheese <laughs> yeah anyway however those nice crusty breads where the crust is so like like thick and crunchy and then chewy and delicious like how do you bite into those you when don't. you make them into a sandwich, you can't make that into a sandwich yeah we've already established uh, your that you have a fear of dental emergencies i i do well, yeah, remember we were talking about popcorn? Oh, um, and I was afraid of biting down on the unpopped kernels. Whereas you like dental emergencies. Oh, apparently. I'm super into dental emergencies. I These are my, knew my, you two, had a weird my two kink. biggest turn ons dental emergencies <laughs> and people pouring butter on bread, on a top of a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Oh, if, now I know why, why you and Lori are together. Now, now you know what to get me for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's into totally different stuff. Oh, what's uh, Lori into? Uh, she's into the sound it makes when you unwrap one of those starlight mints. <laughs> and um, uh, that's the only thing I could come up with. Are you serious? No, no, not at all. I just, I, I was just you, desperately trying to think of I something. Mean, you guys have been married for a while now, and I thought, wow, man, that is so awesome that you know each other's kinks so well. That like, No, no, all of this got- is lies. I hasten to add. <laughs> I thought, wow, I wonder if you keep a bunch of Starlight Mints in your, your bedside table or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, okay. and, and you know, sometimes after a while, the Starlight Mints sort of like stick to the wrapper. That's even hotter. <laughs> anyway, uh, why don't we make some grilled cheese sandwiches and, and talk, about our, talk about our methods <laughs> Great. and eat something. Great, okay. Okay, so we have here... <sighs> two 
two identical grilled cheese sandwiches, except they differ only in cheese and some Campbell's uh, tomato soup. Ah, mm, with milk. The only way. This is like the best lunch ever. And I have to really say that that Matthew's, the, the care that you take with your grilled cheese is inspiring to me. I mean, what did I what did I do right? Well, I kind of feel like grilled cheese is like a, a perfect dad food. Like dads make grilled cheese really well. Yeah, it's the only thing I know how to make. Of course it is. You know, I know that my dad like buttered the bread and stuff and but you melt the butter and brush the butter on. Yes. I just don't think many many dudes do that or or many many chicks for that matter. Do you think do you think there's something effeminate about melting butter? No, I just think <laughs> most people myself included wouldn't take the time to do that. I think that is awesome. And the bread is like so perfectly crispy on it's like that feathery kind of crispy can you tell that i am like feeling really emotional about this sandwich i can this you you're, you seem to be i'm um, kind of uh, swooning yeah <laughs> um <laughs> it's a good thing we're married um <laughs> never never let him see you swoon yeah yeah, I mean, I think it's important to uh, to get butter evenly across the bread, and melting is the easiest way to do that, because then you get it toasted evenly, and I think you need to move it around in the pan a little bit. Oh, yeah. And you really, you take the butter all the way out to the edge? Oh, you gotta go to the oh, edge. Oh, God. But, you know, some people, when they put spread of any kind on bread yes they just kind of put it like in the middle like when you're are you this thorough when you're putting like jam on toast hmm no not as thorough mm. well because if you if you jam your toast all the way to the edge you're gonna get jam on your thumb when you pick it up right um mm. but then you're gonna by the way the verb for to spread jam on something is just, just to, to jam. jam it yeah so okay but we should get specific here so mm-hmm. we have we're sharing two sandwiches here. Uh, mm. One is made with white American cheese, which I can't say I'd ever had before. I didn't know that there was white American cheese. Yeah, it's like regular American cheese, only more racist. Yeah, no, the, the American cheese comes in two different colors that taste identical and cost the same amount. And I don't know why I got the white one. And then the other thing we're having is Tillamook. Is it medium? Sharp. Sharp. I have to say... I think maybe the medium would be better for a grilled cheese. Well, no, but I have to say that... I don't know. Like, it just doesn't taste that different to me from the American cheese. By the time it's melted and you got the buttery, toasty bread and... Well, the American cheese is definitely the grilled cheese of my youth. See, this this is the thing about a grilled cheese. Like, what what constitutes mm. a grilled cheese? I like the chewiness of cheddar in a grilled cheese. You know, like, uh, American cheese is so silky as to almost be slippery in a way that I don't love. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. I think it's perfect for a grilled cheese. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Great. So you agree. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I'll just... let you I'll let you out of that gimp suit. <laughs> <laughs> I was just remembering that <clears throat> when I was a kid, we would sometimes go to Tulsa, Oklahoma, I think the second. Whoa. <laughs> when you wanted to get crazy. <laughs> the second biggest city in Oklahoma. And there was a bakery there. I think it was called the Cherry Street Bakery. Or no, this was different. There was a Cherry Street Bakery. (laughs) It's really important that you get this right. Shut up. There was the Cherry Street Bakery. And then there was some lunch place that we would go to that was like in a, like kind of a, like an upscale, like mall type situation. And I would get this grilled cheese that had two different kinds of cheese, which was so exotic at the time, as you can imagine. I think one of them was Colby. 
What sure. is Colby? I don't know. I think of it as being sort of like in between cheddar and American cheese and and Jack. Sort of, yeah, it's sort like of like swirled, Jack. isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, they would do it on like sourdough, I think, but mm-hmm. um, but it would also have a slice of tomato in there, and it was. It, for me, it, it still pushed all the same buttons, and it was kind of a high-class grilled cheese. I mean, it was. I, I think the bread was not a normal sandwich loaf. Right. It was delicious, though, Matthew. And I dare you. I dare you. you dare to me to go to travel Tulsa. back okay. in time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Eat that grilled cheese and say it's not a grilled cheese. Okay. Yeah, I'll travel back in time. Save Dennis Quaid from from <laughs> us doing terrible things to him. And uh, I. I mean, I see what you mean. There's. It's just there's some line that you can cross for me. Oh, I think it also had a, a piece of bacon in it. I wanted to talk about that because yeah, okay, I, okay. I think a bacon tomato grilled cheese is great. I mean, mostly oh, I would man. pick just plain cheese, but um, are, are there any other things you put on a grilled cheese? Mm-mm. So when you make a grilled cheese, do you, do you use high heat, medium heat? Do you, cook it, do you cook it low and slow or hot and fast? So I got to admit, and this is something that I think that you, you've got some years on me on this. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, mostly because your child is so much older than mine. Ah, okay. And so you've made a lot of grilled cheese sandwiches for her. And I feel that this has given you an unfair advantage in terms of like, you've been practicing. Yeah, but. Uh, I, I have only been making grilled cheese sandwiches for myself, really. And uh, and I got to say, I don't have a firm technique now. So you, you've Am been I making fired? adult grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, God, yeah. um, I put starlight mints in them. <laughs> Ooh. They are hot. Most of what I know about making grilled cheese sandwiches honestly came from an, a, an article in Cook's Illustrated, like, I don't know, 12 years ago or something, where that basically just said, uh, melt the butter and, and spread it on the bread evenly and cook them slower than you think. Like, I think in the article, they said something ridiculous, like cook them on medium-low for 10 minutes on a side or something, which is crazy, because no well, one can wait that long. No, but I mean, you you do cook yours slower than I would have ever imagined was possible, ever. <laughs> um, I like, and, to, I like no, to build I mean, anticipation. Really, I cannot... I like to unwrap the storyline. <laughs> really, <laughs> I can't let this go, can I? <laughs> I... I cannot overemphasize how wonderfully crispy yours are. And it's not even that they're, they're like so crunchy that you can hear the crunch for miles around like that old potato chip ad or whatever oh, that yeah, was. Yeah. No, it's just that it is such a satisfying kind of wafery crunch. Like a, like a, like almost like a water chestnut. It's, it's exactly like a water You've chestnut. You've got the water chestnut technique of grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah, I, uh, well, I do think being being serious now, um, I do think co- the the thing about uh, cooking them on a lower heat is because it takes longer. Like some more moisture gets driven off the bread, and so crisps better, and it crisps more evenly. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and that's really important to me in a grilled cheese. It's mm-hmm. really important to me in general. Oh, me too. Yeah. So we had some we had some Campbell's tomato soup with our grilled cheese. Obviously, what else are you going to have made uh, with a can of milk uh, rather than water? And uh, I want to do you dip. Mm-mm. You don't dip. Mm-mm. How and come? I, I'm kind of amazed that you do dip, being as condiment phobic as you. I are. know, isn't it weird? It is weird because I feel like I, I, you know, I know logically that the union of bread, cheese, and tomato is delicious, right? 
think I think this is indisputable. However, I, I just I want them side by side. I don't want to dip my sandwich in the. Would you say that dipping soup. that dipping a sandwich in soup is on your list of turnoffs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe so, maybe so. Although, if we're talking about potential life mates, uh huh. I think I'd rather be with somebody who's a dipper than not a dipper because, you know, I don't, you know, nobody wants to be with somebody who's too fastidious. I mean, that's not fun. Oh. That is not fun. I thought you were going to say that you didn't, you didn't want to be like with a version of another version of yourself. Well, that too. That too. Um, oh, so you think, you think there's a certain earthy, uh, oh, yeah. gutsiness to the dippers. Oh, yeah. Then by God, I'm proud to dip. Okay. How about quesadillas? Do you think we should do a whole quesadilla episode? Is a quesadilla a grilled cheese sandwich? No, That's what not. I wanted. Uh-uh. It's not? Uh-uh. Okay. Uh-uh. I think I would say maybe yes. I think I How think How dare you cross me? We just just once again got an email from a listener saying you guys should disagree more often. Here and it is, listener. So it is on. <laughs> Uh, I think a quesadilla is a grilled cheese sandwich. I think, you know, it's got some kind of white bread, a flat bread, a tortilla in this case, and some melted, fairly smooth, mild cheese. And, and you know, toasted to perfection. How is that not a grilled cheese sandwich? I, I... Point to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll call this one for Matthew. No, it's just a gut <laughs> well, feeling. Easy. It's just a gut feeling. Okay. What what gut feeling do you get in your gut after eating a grilled cheese sandwich? <laughs> I get a really good feeling. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, except I kind of I'm feeling kind of sleepy now. Yeah, so am I. So um, do you, you want to start this episode over and do it again because oh, it was so yeah. much fun. Oh yeah, only if we get to eat more grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> Another of my turn-ons. Re-recording audio. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. Know what you and Lori are doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> every, every, every night we sit down and, and recreate episodes of our favorite podcasts, just the two of us. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just I'm, I'm Jad Abumrad, and I'm Robert Krulwich. <laughs> wow. Woo. Can, can, I, can I come over sometime? I'll be Ira Glass. Yeah. Okay, uh, every every NPR <laughs> listener in the in the audience um, needs a cold shower. <laughs> uh, find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, uh, where uh, if I can find that, uh, I doubt that Cook's Illustrated grilled cheese article is available online for free. But if it is, I will post a link to it. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast. Um, I wish you could see this. Molly has completely lost her shit. <laughs> Um. <laughs> I'm just picturing us sitting around erotically recreating podcasts, <laughs> sort of gently massaging mints between our fingers. Yes. Wait, wait, don't tell me. <laughs> oh. And you can find us on iTunes and leave us a review. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that wants to unwrap you like a starlight mint and get to your unctuous center. I'm Matthew Amster Burton. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm Molly Weisenberg. <clears throat> Thank you.
Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, fuck! Shit. Fuck! Ah! Ah, I hate myself! Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com.